This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Schlomowitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with composer Jesse Marino, who's from the USA and now lives in Berlin. We spoke about her piece, Slender Threads, which will, as she puts it, come out eventually on an album of piano music with some tracks also featuring electronic sound. The pianist in this recording is Simone Keller, and midway through the episode you will also hear Simone's beautiful recording of another piece. I won't say any more for now. In our chat, Jessie and I spoke about why she wanted to shift away from the performative work she'd been making and how she wrote this piece. My name is Jesse Marino. I grew up in Centerport, Long Island. That's in New York, about mm, 40 minutes outside of New York City. I currently live in Berlin on the top floor, right around the corner from David Bowie's abode. And I'm a composer-performer. So you just heard uh, a small excerpt from a piece called Slender Threads which is uh, from an album also called Slender Threads, uh, which will be coming out eventually. This is a performance by Simone Keller, a Swiss pianist, an activist. Um, we recorded this uh, just a month ago um, at the Akademie der Kunste in Berlin on a very, very, very small baby grand piano. <laughs> This album is a very, very new turn for me. Um, it's more or less completely music for piano or piano and electronics. And the electronics, they've gone through a lot of different formulations. I'm nearing the end point. Um, and I've decided actually just to go and pare down and go really back to basics and just use sort of sine waves and square waves and triangle waves. So yeah, this album, Slender Threads, um, it's, it's, oh, it's all piano music. Um, I'm not a pianist, but I do wind up playing a lot of piano on this, um, on this record. Um, and even the one piece that I don't personally perform, um, that's been the, the, from the excerpt that you heard, Slender Threads, uh, Simone Keller. What she's actually playing is a very, a kind of edited version of a MIDI performance that I did. So I tried my best to sort of paw my way through <laughs> this piece that I wanted to write for Simone. And that's where these sorts of um, odd um, rhythmic feels or these sort of like feelings of like waiting come in. There's there's a lot of um, of this music that is it feels like it should be in a sort of rhythm and a pattern, but it, like there's this odd kind of delay, and that delay is just a result of me like literally trying to get my fingers into the right position <laughs> and just sort of like teeter totter my way from the start to the finish line. Um, and I quite like that as a as a process to then have that 
thing transcribed as as sort of idiotically or precise as a, as a MIDI transcription can be, let's say, or um, yeah, it's sort of a MIDI realization. A, a score gets spit out from a bunch of MIDI notes that I play into Logic. Um, but then that the the task for the performer, you know, in this case Simone, is to actually negotiate all those rhythms because it's spinning out all of these crazy, crazy um, um, rhythmic structures that are totally not normal, <laughs> um, different ties, weird ways that the notes hang over in from one measure to the next, and you know, different uh, strange couplings of of group, uh, you know, tuplets and, and things like this. So, it's it's a very odd thing to confront. I've been making um, very physical music. Uh, without instruments for many, many years. Um, and this kind of line between, is it music? Is it choreography? Is it theater? Is it narrative? Is it et cetera, et cetera? Um, that, that was sort of like my, my happy playground um, that I played in for nearly a decade. Um, and I found myself uh, it confronted even before Corona with this thing of, Oh, I'm going to get trapped here. I'm going to have to make these pieces for the next 40 years of my life. And I'm already kind of at a point where I feel, um, I need a break so I can come back with new ideas rather than just like pulling the same old trusty, you know, war horses out of the toolbox or whatever. So I started even uh, before Corona to try to find some new pathways. And, and I really was just sort of like, on one hand, continuing to make these old, older style pieces. On the other hand, just really trying to force myself to sit in the chair and find new ways of making music. And I found that I would always kind of go back to these um, these origin stories, you know, I, when I was a kid, I played piano, I started playing the cello again, I have my cello actually back in my house for the first time in about five years. Um, and, uh, and then also doing some like pretty major investigations into building and synthesizing electronic music. I started off by asking Simone, to send me some of her favorite music. Um, I didn't know her terribly well at the time. We had worked a few times together, but, um, you know, we weren't kind of intimate um, in our understanding of one another as people. I just started asking her for what are her favorite pieces to play and what are her, some of her favorite piano pieces to listen to. And she sent me a score to um, this piece by an African-American composer, Julia Amanda Perry. And it's a one-page piano prelude. It's about two minutes long.
the majority of this piece, is me trying to stumble my way through this Julia Mandaperi prelude. I also got a little bit fixated on some of the chords. When, when a chord would delight me, I'd just go back and play it over and over and over and over again until I was like, okay, yep, yeah, that feels good. Now I'm going to keep on going. Um, so I did that a few times before making the actual kind of MIDI transcription that, that wound up getting fed through to um, be the final score. Um, just to sort of familiarize myself with the territory, but also to make kind of these love notes to my <laughs> to my future self of like, this is a section that I really like, I really like to explore. And so I would kind of also jump from one love note to another love note. Um, and I can't really say too much about how an audience would experience it. Of course, I think there's a lot of... Um, a very heart stringy type of chords that are in this piece, you know? Um, and, uh, and I also wanted to sort of allow myself to revel in those heart stringy moments, um, and to find these just sort of small cycles of enjoying that. <laughs> um, and so if anything that I hope is, is transferred is, um, is that sort of, yeah, that joyous circle that, that you can experience in hopping through. <laughs> oh my God, there's a very large bird outside my window and it's staring directly at me. The last chord, which you love so dearly, it is for sure in the Julia Perry piece, but it might not be at the end of the Julia Perry piece. It might have been one thing that just sort of was in, tra um, you know, in transport from point A to point B. But for me, that was for sure the, the last chord. <laughs> now this, this piece, the Slender Threads piece, I now see it as a sister piece to this Julia Perry piece. So when Simone plays it, she also plays the Julia Perry piece first and then plays mine somewhere at a different point in her program. Um, and I, I, will, I really want to continue that, you know, as the piece goes to, out to other pianists that I, um, I want that to be a sort of, yeah, a requirement for their programming of the piece. So. <laughs> 